Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. As always, I want to thank you for joining me here week after week and for sharing this podcast with your friends. And please remember to share how God speaks to you through today's message with me over on Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland. I had several people reach out to me after hearing episode 14, where I talk about the costumes we wear. And hearing from my audience, it fills me with so much joy because there are times when the Holy Spirit is revealing to me what I'm to talk about. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? Like, I don't, I don't know if I can speak effectively on that. (laughs) And then I hear that still small voice say, but I can. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. (laughs) And then I'm humbled and I'm able to go proceed and record. So when you share your breakthrough, it just, it literally, I do a little happy dance. (laughs) It's like a me and the Holy Spirit happy dance. It's, it's pretty amazing. So thank you for sharing and please continue to do so. But I am so excited for today's message because I literally sat down to record without the least bit of idea what I was going to be talking about. We are leaving for vacation tomorrow And I normally don't record on Fridays. In fact, I try to work as little as possible on Fridays. If you know me well, you know that after I closed my salon company and went full force into my speaking and coaching business, I became a productivity hacker. I had read so many books, listened to podcasts, taken courses, all on productivity. And I had to cultivate all of that information and make it applicable for my life. Because here I am, it's mom of six, I'm running multiple companies. It's like, okay, this is all great information, but now I need to make it applicable for me. (laughs) And thus my Arise to Productivity Masterclass was born because I wanted to be able to put something out in the world to help women like me be able to produce in their daily life, be it at home or in in business. And I tell you that because I now allow my calendar to run my day instead of my mood, which has been hugely effective in my productivity. I mean, after all, productivity is a result produced after an allotted amount of time. If you're spending time not getting results, you're just spending time. And I was so tired of always feeling busy, but not productive. Like I was just, I was always busy. I was always doing something, but I was really yielding no results. And I'm not just talking about in my business, in my life too. Like stuff was not getting done. Y'all, I had left my kids at school on multiple occasions. So like, it just, it wasn't working. What I was doing was not working. And so thus I birthed the Arise to Productivity Masterclass. Anyway, 
I had put on my calendar to record this podcast today. And since, because I intend to be fully engaged and present with my family while we're on vacation next week. But when my alarm went off to go record, I had nothing. I go, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I, I didn't, I was, I didn't have anything, <laughs> but it was on my calendar record. So thankfully I keep a story journal on my phone. And I use this for crafting my speeches as well as podcasts. Um, And anytime I have a revelation or I hear something that makes me stop and think, if I hear a good quote, if my kids do something funny and it, it makes me think of like a deeper life lesson associated with it, I like to jot those down really quickly just in my phone. Um, it's just kind of a running note on my phone that just has all these little things that take me back to a story from whatever happened. Right. And so when I came into my office to record, I said, okay, Holy Spirit, what am I going to be talking about today? And I began to scroll through my story journal and I found a quote from a Myron Golden podcast that I had listened to, I don't know, probably over a year ago. And I had just written down, don't just talk Christianese. And then I quoted Myron Golden on that. I don't know. I, there was no context. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what all it was associated with in his podcast. I don't know. But at the time when I wrote that down, I guess I thought, surely I'll remember what that's all about. (laughs) Anyway, so I got that Holy Spirit tingle when I read that and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to be talking about today. And as I sat with the Holy Spirit and started kind of working through writing some notes down, the rest of this podcast is what was revealed to me. Okay. The word of God is both the material and the tool that God used to create everything out of nothing. And in Philippians 4, 4, we are told rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And as I, I thought about it and I was like, okay, so just like have joy again, rejoice. Let me, I need to look that up. (laughs) So I Googled rejoice in Hebrew and the definition for rejoice is, you know, happy, joyful, all the things that you would think it is, but in every definition that it gave me, it also gave me the word rejoice. Rejoice is the definition of rejoice. (laughs) And I was like, huh, this is odd. So is rejoice this like perpetual state of joy? And looking back at that scripture, Philippians 4, 4, it seems that my revelation is validated. He's saying rejoice always. And again, so we were being told again, rejoice, have joy again. <laughs> so it's just like, have joy again, again, to have joy. And I believe that that's saying we just need to be in this perpetual state of joyfulness. Now, hang with me as I chase the squirrel for a second. In the next few verses, and I'm going to paraphrase, but in the next few verses, we're told that the Lord is at hand. We are not to worry, but through prayer and petition, through thanksgiving, make our request known to God and the peace shall keep you. 
Okay. Peace is the presence of God. And in his presence, we have fulfillment and joy. And this is why we have the ability to live in a state of perpetual joyfulness. Now, perhaps your response to the thought of living in a state of perpetual joyfulness is much like my first response was. And it was like, okay, (laughs) that sounds good, but I'm going to need to know how this is actually possible. Like, okay, sounds great, but you know, let's get real here. How can we like make this, how can we make this a thing? Like, how can I actually make this work? And this is what I love about God's word. Well, okay. I love a lot about God's word, but this is like one of one of the big ones that I love is that when you read a verse and you have a response that's like, oh, okay, but how just keep reading and he will tell you because then in verse eight, we are told finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just pure, lovely, whatsoever things are of good rapport. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. The key to living in a state of perpetual joy is to be in his presence. And how do we stay in his presence? We think on the things from verse eight. Isn't that so amazing? Like he just told you, if you want to be in a state of perpetual joyfulness, you have to be in his presence. And how do you stay in his presence? Is you think on all of those good things. It it just, it blows my mind how good God is. It's like, okay, God, I want to be in a state of perpetual joyfulness, but I don't know how to do that. And he's like, cool, here you go. This is how you do it. (laughs) And I have learned that every single decision we make comes from our beliefs. If you believe the father, that leads to faith. If you believe the enemy, that leads to doubt. And let's not blur the lines here. Those are your only two choices. If you're not believing God, then by default, you're believing the enemy. Like It's Satan. You're choosing Satan. And I, I know, I know there's some feels right now, but I'm not going to try and sugarcoat that and make it more palatable for you. If that statement just stung, it was meant to. It stung me too. God is working to stir some things up in us to bring some of that mess up to the surface so he can skim it off the top. Don't suppress it back down. You and the Holy Spirit, y'all go sit down and have yourself what I like to call a Holy Spirit huddle. (laughs) And you just ask, okay, what's up? Like, what's this all about? And let the spirit reveal some things to you, give you some clarity, allow you to better understand what you are feeling and why, because when we learn better, we do better. You are listening to this podcast because something inside of you resonates with the fact that the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. And you want to know how to live that statement out, how to make it true for you. And to that, I would say, Don't just speak Christianese. Don't just speak the parts of God's word that are easy for you to agree with. The verses that that are so well known, the verses that give you all the good feels. I'm not saying those are bad. I'm not saying don't memorize those. I'm not saying don't pull one of those out when you, you need to be empowered and feel good. And I'm not saying that. 
just not just that. Because perhaps if you're like me, you've quoted Philippians 4.13 many, many, many times. In fact, I even have a t-shirt with a quote on it. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That was the very first verse that I had my two-year-old memorize. When Campbell was two, that's the very first verse I had him memorize. And even though that verse is true, it is true because every verse that comes before it is also true. You can live in a state of perpetual joyfulness. You have to believe what God's word says is true because we live out that which we believe. So next time you read or hear a verse that sits with you funny or that stings or, you know, that just makes you feel, spend some time with the spirit, spend some time in his word, in his presence, ask for his wisdom and revelation. You don't want to just be speaking Christianese. You don't want to be wearing a Christian costume. No way. Not you, not me. We are called to more. You know that you are called to advance and enjoy the kingdom of heaven. Right now, right here, right now, while you're still in this kingdom of the earth. It is for you, my friends. You are chosen. The best version of you is still 100% available to you. It's time to start walking out your faith. What do you believe? When was the last time you asked yourself that question? When was the last time a verse sat with you funny that you asked yourself, why is that sitting with me funny? What is it challenging in my belief system right now? Why am I not believing God for this. God's promises are yes and amen. And if you have something that he has put on your heart and you are working towards, and it doesn't seem to be happening for you, and it's easier just to sit back and doubt, have you asked yourself why? Why are you choosing not to believe God for this? You know, and this is, this is coming to me right now, but like, Think about when he told Abraham to take his only son, Isaac, to sacrifice him on a mountain, which he would then reveal to him. Just go. I believe there's a reason he didn't tell Sarah that. <laughs> I, there, there's something with us as women that, that God bursts into us when we have a child that there's just that strong connection and we're so, so emotionally attached to it that that we wouldn't have been believing God for that. We would have been sitting there going, no, 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 no. But there was this clarity that happened when he revealed that message to Abraham, just go. And I believe that God was saying, trust me, just trust me. I'm not going to tell you all right now. I'm not going to give it to you all right now. Just trust me. And he did. And when he laid his son on that rock to sacrifice him, that's when the ram appeared to be able to take his place. There, there's so much power 
in God's word. And he's again, I think I say this in almost every podcast, but he is looking, he is searching for those he can trust to trust him, to believe in him, to walk out their faith, right? If you listen to episode um, 14 about the costumes, we talked about putting on your armor and the main one being that shield of faith that you take out every time because it, it extinguishes the flaming arrows of the enemy. The world is coming after you. We are at war. Like there's, there's, I'm currently writing a book right now that'll be very deep into all of that, but there's no like pretending that's happening. That's real. There, we are at war in the spiritual realm. Like it's happening. And it's like, okay, how are we arming ourselves? What are we, can you look at yourself in the mirror and, and be able to have an honest conversation with yourself about what you believe to be true? I, you know, in that productivity class, one of the things that I talk about is, can you look at your calendar and tell what's most important in your life? If you can't, then you need to have a serious conversation with yourself. You need to be scheduling your priorities, those things that need to come first, those non-negotiables. And it's the same thing in your life. Can you look at your life and see Jesus? Or are you just speaking Christianese? Like, are you just going to church? Are you just going to VBS and doing all the things? Or are you putting on the armor every single day, taking up your shield of faith and getting out there and extinguishing the arrows of the enemy? God wants to see your shield full of arrows. He's like, that's my girl right there. That's my warrior. Look at all the arrows in her shield. Well done. Well done. Anyway, that's all I got for you today. That was all the Holy Spirit. Thank you. (laughs) But um, I just, I want to thank you again for showing up for listening, for sharing with your friends. If this message resonated with you today, please leave a five-star rate and review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I will also link my Arise to Productivity Masterclass um, in the show notes in case you wanted to check that out. Remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.